Both we had the incredible privilege to, to learn Yavamis Daf Lamed Beis, and we had a couple of really fascinating Mishnayis. The first Mishnah we learned, which was actually on Lamed Aleph Lamed Beis, dealt with the three brothers who were married to three unrelated women. So Reuven, Shimon, and Levi married to Rachel, to Leah, and to Bilhah. And in this case, Reuven passed away. Leah fell to Shimon. Well, she fell to Shimon and Levi, but Shimon, so so she falls to Shimon. So remember again, the case over here was Shimon does ma'amar with her and then goes ahead and passes away. So the Mishnah Paskin that Halacha Levi has to do chalitza with both women, with Rachel, with, with Rachel as well as with Leah, with Shimon's wife. We pointed out that Midda Oraisa ma'amar does not really affect anything, and therefore Levi should be able to do yibum with both of these women. However, Midrabanan we were concerned that Halacha if Levi were to do yibum with them, people would confuse this with a case of one brother who dies leaving behind two wives, and people might think that yibum with both wives is permitted. In order to Avoid this. Allah Khalamaisi, the legislator of the Mishnah, that you have to do Khalitsa with both women. I the Gimara says, but why don't you do Yibum with one and Khalitsa with the other? Once again, the Gimara says, if we would be sure that he would be doing Yibum first and Khalitsa second, that would be fine. But if it's Khalitsa first and Yibum second, once again there would be confusion because Halach so once Yibum is done, or once Khalitsa is done, excuse me, any subsequent wife becomes Asra Alt Ashes Ach. The bottom line to remember in this particular case is that Halach once Shimon does Ma'amar, as much as Halach Midoraisa, Ma'amar doesn't do anything, Midra Banan, so Rachel is considered to be his quasi wife, and therefore if Shimon were to pass away before completing the union, before completing Yibum, and now Shimon's wife and Ruvain's widow, Rachel, with whom Shimon did Ma'amar, fell before Levi. Levi would have to do chalitz with both of those women. What happens if Halacha Lamaisa the Gemara says Shimon, after doing Ma'amar, gives a get to Rachel and then dies? So the Gemara Paskins, how the Rambam Paskins, you could walk back Ma'amar. So essentially, if you give a get after Ma'amar, it's as if the Ma'amar didn't happen. And therefore, when Shimon dies, Levi is permitted to go ahead and do Yibum or Chalitza, for that matter, with both of these women. Beautiful. Well, so we then saw the next Mishnah. And the next Mishnah was the case of two brothers ultimately, who are married to two sisters. And I remember, again, a classic case that we saw already in the first Mishnah. So let's say Ruvain passes away. Obviously, Shimon can't do Yibum because Rachel, the widow, is his wife's sister, Leah's sister. The wrinkle in the Mishnah was, or the wrinkle in the case was, that what happens if Ruvain passes away, leaves behind the widow, Rachel, and before Shimon has a chance to do anything, what happens? His wife, Leah, passes away. So again, the Mishnah Paskin, that Allah, still Shimon has to, still Shimon, ultimately, again, is not permitted to go ahead and do Yibum. And what's the logic? We already established this a number of different times in different ways, that Yibum eligibility is determined at the time of death. So since when Ruvain passed away, Rachel was ineligible for Yibum to Shimon, because Shimon was at that point in time married to Rachel's sister. Therefore, that ineligibility goes ahead and remains. The Gemara then went on to a Braisa. And the Braisa spoke about the following situation. What happens in this situation? Two brothers married to two sisters. Ruvain passes away, but Shimon is still married to his wife. Leah is still alive. Shimon has relations with Rachel. How many times is he chayiv? So this was a machlokusin, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yossi says he's chayiv twice. Once because of Eshazach, brother's sister, and sorry, brother's wife, and once because of Achos Isha, wife's sister. Rabbi Shimon says he's only chayiv once because of Eshazach, brother's sister. So both say then this then devolved into a machlokes about Isrchal al Isr. Could one Isr go ahead and apply or kind of superimpose itself 
on top of an already existing Isser? It sounds like according to Rabbi Yossi, the answer to that is yes, whereas according to Rabbi Shimon, the answer to that is no. The Gemara then further delved into this topic by discussing that when we speak about Isser Halal Isser, there's a further distinction, which is what is the nature of the second Isser? Is the second Isser what we call an Isser Mosif or an Isser Kolal? Isser Mosif, I will say, means that the second Isser includes more people. So it's a wider net. There are more people subject now to this second Isser than we're, than we're subject to the first Isser versus an Isser Kolel, where it's the same number of people who are still subject to the prohibition. The only thing that's changed, Halacha is that there's more Isurim on the same number of people. So the Imar wanted to suggest that maybe Rabbi Yossi, who holds Isser Chal al Isser, is only going to be in a case of an Isser Mosif, but not an Isser Kolel. So we'll see, that's where we got up to today. We then went through three different cases that seemed to highlight this particular Machlokes. In this case, it wasn't the Machlokes Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon. Rather, this was an ongoing Machlokes in Rabbi Chia and Bar Kafra, with three different cases where, again, a person committed an act which seemingly involves two Prohibitions, are you chayiv twice, are you chayiv once? We will, Emir Hashem, continue this discussion of Isser Chal al Isser, Emir Hashem, in tomorrow's Dafshkaich. Everyone, a wonderful week of learning and a good Shabbos.